All right, all right. Hey, this is your host, Selwyn Robbins, and today is Wednesday, September 9th, and this is Mandated. Hey, guys, as I always like to begin by one question, how are you doing? But I'm going to say this. I've been asking you how you're doing, but I need to tell you how I've been doing. And I want to say probably the last episode, if not one before, I had talked about um, a little minor possible health issue that I had to go to the doctor for, which everything was fine. Definitely uh, feeling well. Had a few days off last week and then coming into this week, the holiday itself. And, you know, my wife and I have been able to spend uh, always, you know, some great time together just talking about business and future goals um, for where we want to go. And in that, you know, it definitely is healthy to continue talking, you know, if not with your spouse, somebody that's keeping uh, your goals in front of you. And you may not think about it, but it is a health question of not just asking how you're doing, but looking towards your goals, because a lot of us without goals, we tend to fail um, in health or we don't get any better. The one thing I've seen uh, for myself is that because I've kept goals in front of me. I've had to physically make sure that I am healthy and able to uh, continue to do things that I want to do. You know, just being able uh, to create this podcast and launching it takes energy, you know, mental stamina. You know, sometimes you just don't want to have to do want to do what you have to do. Um, But we push forward because we know that there's success. And I truly believe there's going to be success from this podcast, I truly believe that there's going to be a man of any age that's going to be able to glean something from what is posted on here and reach their goal, you know, go to uh, the direction that they've been wanting to uh, follow for a while. So that is um, why I also do this, because it's not just about me. It is about those that are listening at this time. And please keep that in mind. Everything that you're doing is not always about you. There's always somebody, I have to say, attached to it. So with that, just speaking about health a little bit further and also to couple it with tech, I was thinking about what can I present to you all um, at the beginning of this episode that can tie in both technology and health. So I was just searching the Internet and I came across an article on CNET.com and it's entitled In India. An indestructible toilet may be the key to saving lives. And you're wondering, like, how does a toilet save lives? Yes, I asked the same question to myself. But in looking at the video and reading a little bit of the article as well, what I found out, because India is so heavily populated, of course, you know, they need, they require the basic needs. And one of those, of course, is sanitation. Um, specific to uh, toiletry and what I've seen um, in this video please watch it when you go to the link is that they have it's what it seems like a majority of um, outhouses um, something you may find on a construction site and those are so overrun so filled up that they haven't been cleaned. No one has been maintaining them on a consistent basis. So you can only imagine how that's going back to the family that they have to travel miles to the next possible available uh, location. And if they're not able to, 
unfortunately, what they have to do is relieve themselves in the fields. And you can imagine how embarrassing that is. You know, us here in the States, we don't have that problem. Uh, we're pretty comfortable. You know, we have bathrooms in our homes. We have bathrooms in the uh, grocery stores and the corner stations. We have them in the coffee houses. We have them at work. But that's just not the consistent case over in India. So I encourage you to definitely um, take a chance and look at that and just understand the balance of how we have things here compared to uh, places abroad. And, you know, definitely, as I would say, be thankful, really be thankful because, you know, you could be in that same situation as well. And you can only imagine the smells that they have to go through, the life they have to go through daily, in addition to other forms of poverty that they have to face as well. So by all means, please, please take a look at that link. It's on cnet.com and I'll have that posted for you. So, all right, guys, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Reason being, uh, we're still in the story of Gideon and um, I was wondering what I can speak about today. And I came um, to this thought, something that I've actually been mentioning to myself and only to a few people I've had conversations with over the past two weeks, maybe, you know, not a long time. Um, and I think it really ties into Gideon. But what we're going to do is speak on uh, something that actually is in the atmosphere right now. And it's a positive thing. So once we come back from this break, we're going to get into it. All right, guys, stay tuned. are back guys welcome back for those that are just joining us to mandated today is wednesday september 9th and we're going to get into our episode today which of course i'm always excited about and what we're going to speak on today as we're still continuing in judges 6 with the story and background of gideon today we're going to speak on something that i think is really moving across uh, the nation today um, at least I know for sure in our household. And uh, what we're going to do, we're going to go into uh, Judges 6 real quick. And that's going to be uh, Judges 6 verses 23 and 24, actually 25 and 26. <laughs> I'm a few off. So that's Judges 26, uh, 25 through 26. And this is how it reads. And um, it'll be in the King James Version. And it says, now it came to pass the same night that the Lord said to him, take your father's young bull, the second bull of seven years old, and tear down the altar of Baal that your father has and cut down the wooden image that is beside it and build an altar to the Lord your God on top of his rock in the proper arrangement and take the second bull and offer a burnt sacrifice in with the wood of the image which you shall cut down. So before I mention today's topic, I want to give this background. Um, I don't know if you have really noticed today, but my wife and I have been talking about this and actually been praying on it since the beginning of 2020 this year. And I want to say towards the end of 2019. And 
for us, we've been trying to build something as a husband and wife team. This does tie into our marriage, but at the same time in there, we know that we are a team. The things that we do, we're supporting one another. I may not necessarily be involved with the things that she's doing, but I support her in what she needs to be successful and vice versa. She's doing the same thing and helping me um, create and get my podcast together and other things that I may be involved with to make sure that uh, we're definitely successful. Um, as we continue, my wife and I continue to talk, we know what we prayed about earlier this year and how it actually is manifesting this very day. Um, one thing we've been uh, having conversation on is business. And another thing that which we'll be launching uh, this month, later on this month, the second thing actually is getting more involved or actually involved with philanthropy, <laughs> which um, we'll have an opportunity uh, for that coming in October. So I say all that to say is one thing I want you to focus on that you may be scared of doing is launching in faith. And that's your topic for today. What you have on your plate that you've been wanting to do for a while, you're going to launch it in faith. And you may ask, well, how in the world does that statement tie into the story of Gideon? Well, I'm about to break it down for you. So if you have any notes, um, any thoughts, please get some pen, get some paper and pen and um, get to scribbling because we're going to talk about this here. We're going to get into three things that actually come out of this scripture um, that will help you, in my belief, a as an entrepreneur that's just starting out or you may have already um, have something established. So we want to make sure that uh, we're doing what we can to continue to grow our business, right? Okay, so how does Gideon's movement and transition in life help me as an entrepreneur? So, well, the scripture opens up and tells us that he had a directive from God, and that is to uh, tear down the altar of Baal and to cut down the other idols, uh, other gods, carved images that are beside it. Matter of fact, one being in his house, and it says the one that is in your father's house, that being Baal. And so when we want to know what it takes to be an entrepreneur, the first thing we have to do is identify. Identify those things that are distractions. So, for example, uh, for me, what has been a distraction is mainly focused on social media. So Facebook, um, Netflix, you know, Amazon Prime, outlets like that. I grew up as a kid that I would go to school, do my homework, and I watched TV. On the weekend, I watched TV just about all day till moms told me, go on outside, go play with your friends. So in that, I was able to know exactly what cartoon, what Western, what uh, Kung, Fu, Kung Fu movie came on at what time and what day. That's just how I was. So unfortunately that transitioned to my adulthood and I realized I was still in that pattern, you know, some years ago and I started breaking it. 
But I really didn't get focused on breaking it until this year where my wife and I, we had spoke on and off, you know, in the previous years of our marriage or, or the earlier years of our marriage saying, you know what, there's something that we can do. You know, we're creative. What is it that we can do coming together as husband and wife and make this happen? Well, in order to make anything happen, as I said, you have to identify the things that you need to uh, tear down. Mm -hmm. Get that now. That's the first thing. Second thing, you got to tear down those very things that um, are hindering you from moving forward. So for me, the tearing down had to come with not literally just tearing down, but weaning off. So, for instance, with Facebook, I noticed I was just watching Facebook and there's really nothing um <laughs> that's a value really in Facebook. And it's nothing against anybody. And people are just sharing their lives. But that really wasn't nurturing to me. It wasn't building me up in any way, shape or form. So what I started doing is I, I know I like Facebook, you know, just to get on there and see nonsense sometimes. Not in ridicule and judgment. It's just nothing of value, really. But I'll get on there. So I said, I need to limit my uh, time on there. So Facebook, if you do not know, has um, a reminder that you can set to say, hey, you've been on this long. Just letting you know, it's almost like a statistic, right? But what I've done, I've set that reminder for an hour. And then when it pops up, I have a decision to make. Do I ignore that reminder just as I would an alarm clock in the morning as I'm getting up for work and snooze a little bit, which I have done? Or Am I going to adhere to that reminder and say, OK, I've been on for an hour, click OK, and move on to something that's going to be productive? And that is the weaning process. You know, so it's the same thing that I've, I've done with Netflix, or at least to some degree. I may not necessarily jump off those video formats or streaming formats, but what I started doing instead of just watching movies, which I love, um, I started watching shows or documentaries that were more informative um, because as a kid i've always liked things like national geographic explorer jacques cousteau anything that was of an exploratory type nature so i began watching those things even um what is it called uh, table chef so cool you really need to take some time and watch that at least because it really goes into the art of how food is made, the, not just the history, but the background of those that are preparing the food. Uh, it, it really is great if you want to be informed about something. So that's what I've had to transition or tear down uh, so that I can move to what I am doing this very day. And for Gideon, he had that choice to make. He had to tear down something or not. But of course, you know, when you are tearing down something, you're doing it maybe on your own unction or you have somebody supporting you or giving you a directive and he had a directive to tear it down. But the second part of that directive was that he needed to create an altar. So in this, the third point I want to tell you is to build. Well, what do you mean build? All right. So as you have torn down your idols, you've torn down those very uh, distractions that have been keeping you away from that very thing, that one thing. You have to replace it with something. So we know that every year, every year, like clockwork, 
New Year's resolutions are always made. And as quick as they're made, they're dropped. And one of the biggest resolutions people make, men and women alike, um, is that they want to lose weight or in some cases gain weight. And in that, you know, you have the energy initially. It's like, you know, I'm excited. I'm ready to do this. And you get pumped and you can, you start doing this. And then you lose wind in your sail and you drop the ball. When you're building, you have to make sure that there's the proper foundation. And in verse 26, part of that says that he was to um, put it in proper arrangement. So, for instance, if you're trying to lose uh, weight, if you're 200 pounds and you want to get to 180 pounds by a certain time, how do you put that in order? How do you organize it? Well, you, of course, you have to understand diet. And this is where we fail is that, how do I want to say, it? we don't go about it uh, the right way. Somebody told me at work uh, this joke and question says, how do you eat an elephant? And I was like, I don't know says one bite at a time. I complicated it because I'm like, how in the world do you eat an elephant? You know, because the issue is so large, simply one bite at a time. So how do you apply that to uh, losing weight? How do you apply that to building? Well, one of the easiest steps in losing weight is very simple, drinking water. Substitute what you're currently drinking, whatever beverage it is that really is filled with sugar substituted for water. You may drink one or two Cokes a day. I know somebody at work that used to drink at least six Cokes a day uh, before he came into our department. But now because of the work, he has had to replace most of that with water because get this, the work is so strenuous that the thing that actually keeps him going is the water. And in that, he becomes more healthy in that you become more healthy and you could search the studies uh, yourself. I actually found one on John Hopkins website talking about the different things that um, or benefits that water become to us. Once we introduce it into our system, for one thing, it increases our metabolism. Another thing, it flushes out our system. You know, we are definitely made of water. I want to say about 60 percent water. But at the same time, you know, as you're introducing more water to your system, it's cleaning out those impurities um, that have basically just stayed in your body, have not uh, processed as fast as they can. And so with that, I would say this, if there were three, maybe five things that you know you needed to do in order to become better, which one thing out of those is the easiest to do? And then go with that. Because the one thing that you want to make sure you're doing is uh, striving for success and celebrating those small things to get you to those larger things. So I'm looking at, going back to this, I'm looking at what my wife and I were talking about at the beginning of this year, 2019 as well, is that we wanted to establish a business. And we had began a video podcast probably in 2019, or excuse me, 2017, if I'm correct. And it actually was pretty good. I mean, we had great interviews, but we stopped. We lost the energy. Remember, I just said that. You're very excited about it at the beginning. You're going 
and then you just lose wind in your sail. And I believe that's what happened to us. And it's so funny, we were laughing about it earlier this week, even today, that we have so many good creative ideas that we just do them and then we just stop. And the thing about any kind of success is that you have to be consistent. So I tell you, just in me continuing to create uh, a podcast each week is very successful for me just getting up and doing it. It doesn't matter um, how fluid or not fluid it may be. It's just creating is very successful. I'll become better as time goes on, but I just had to begin somewhere. And that's what Gideon had to do. He had to begin somewhere. He didn't have an answer to that. He didn't know. He wasn't even thinking about it. Matter of fact, he had different plans, but he had to change those because of war. And I want to say this. You know, at the beginning of the year, my wife and I had plans. We knew what we wanted to do. We were praying about creativity, which is now manifested. But when COVID hit, ourselves, just like many people who've had plans, put them on the shelves. Why? Because we now had to put our focus not on business, but on livelihood, literally. You know, as, as we know, con the uh, coronavirus is still present people are continuing to lose their lives so we had to focus on surviving that was the most important thing but i was just telling um a few brothers yesterday if i'm correct it said i believe we and please don't be offended if i say this and it's offensive but i believe we have got to a point now with COVID in our lives that we are comfortable enough now to begin navigating some type some type of normalcy you know, businesses have reopened to whatever degree. Um, e even uh, the jobs that we've had um, may be relaxing a little bit. I, I don't know what the guidelines are right now, but I know we are still wearing masks. But things have become a little bit normal to where we can um, feel a little bit more comfortable in the things that we wanted to do. So with that, I want to tell you to go back to the thing that you had in the beginning the idea the dream that you you wrote down and launch in faith what do i mean by launching faith everything that we do we launch in faith even if we're excited about it we launch in faith even if we're scared about it we launch in faith because when you are putting something higher something above you and in my case, I, I'm just personally saying, I know my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is above me and I put my hopes in him and I know he will work it out. I've already received a word that is going to be successful. And I'm holding on to that because it's his word that he gave me. So launch in faith. Take that first step. Go look at your business plan and see what are those things that you need to do one thing that you definitely have to check out is your industry find out what trends are going on are you about to launch a business at the end of a trend or the beginning of one if it's the end of a trend what is the thing that's coming next because i, I tell you all business is built on some type type of trend many people may be doing the same thing but it's a trend that's moving um from one season to the next. So please, I, I want to leave you with that word, launch in faith. Go back to the beginning and start again. You may be scared, you may be hesitant, but don't stop.
continue planning because the more you put into it, the quicker that you'll be able to do the things that you want to do with your business. It could be with your job. It could be with your marriage. Go back to those things. If it Oh, somebody has been planning to go back to school, but they had stopped because of uh, the situation with COVID. I tell you now, if you are hearing this, please go back and find out what it is that you need to do to um, attend that school, to attain that degree that you've been wanting. You put it off too long. Get back to it. Get back to it. Oh, man, I, I really like this. But, you know, this is only my voice. So what I've decided to do and this is how I'm, I'm definitely going to move uh, forward is that I'm going to have a guest probably within uh, the next couple of weeks to speak about launching in faith. And actually, it may be a couple of, yeah, a couple of guests to speak about this topic because I believe it's so um, important. Everything I believe is important, but it's so important uh, for us as men of any age to hear. Uh, the testimonies, hear the insights and background of individuals, men and women that have decided to launch in faith. You know, um, one individual I know that had to do that has become very successful in his time, but I know it was very scary. Um, man, and I don't want to tell his testimony. I don't know all of it, actually, but just some of it. But when I get him on, I'll have him uh, definitely discuss it. And also, just to let you know, as I spoke last week, in the beginning of the episode about art, I am working on scheduling uh, two young men and their father that these two young men have started creating their art. Their whole family is creative. They're artistic. And these two young guys um, are definitely doing something that is exciting them. So I look forward to getting that scheduling, getting them on a live interview for Mandated. Man, it's always good. Once again, as I have always said and will continue to say, it's a pleasure talking to you guys. All right, guys, if you will do me a favor and send me some feedback, I would love to hear your thoughts and um, anything that I can do to improve this podcast. Anything that you may want to discuss, uh, please, let's do so. Um, this podcast is not just for me. It really is for you. But I can only become better if I hear from you and get your input. So, guys, hey. Let's do this together. I'm loving you. We'd love to see you. We'd love to hear from you. Talk to you later. Bye.